It's the holiday season, a time of giving. So what do you give the team that has everything? That's what you'll find out on today's episode. So grab your eggnog and enjoy a Christmas list wish list breakdown for every player on the Miami Heat roster. All that coming up next. You are locked on heat. Your daily Miami Heat podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. <laughs> Hello, Heat Nation. It's a Thursday edition of Locked On Heat, your daily podcast covering all things Miami Heat. However, you may be listening on YouTube, Odyssey, or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. I'm David Romell. With me, as always, is my co-host, Wes Goldberg. This episode brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is a new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. What we really want to keep is the Christmas spirit, Wes. It's a special edition just a few hours away from Christmas Day and, of course, a time of see- a time of giving, a time of love and cheer and all those great things, at least in theory anyway. But uh, a special <laughs> edition of the Locked on Heat podcast. Can't wait to get into it. We'll be breaking down every player on the Heat roster, and what their wish list as a Christmas gift would be. Yeah, we're going to cover a whole lot of things. Uh, We can make players healthy for Christmas. We can give them new skills for Christmas. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to go through all the players on the roster, um, and I think this is the perfect way to kind of get into the holiday spirit. I I think yours are going to be a lot more... Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what your list is because you pitched this idea and I was like, you know what? Let's roll with it. I think we've yeah. done something similar in the past, mm-hmm. but I, I'm curious to hear where you go with this particular iteration of the team. This is the same exact segment as the New Year's resolutions segment that we've done like three or four years I don't know what you're ago. talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but just repurposed for the holidays. But let's just jump right in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I have the first one. We're just going to go in alphabetical order here. Yeah. So I've got Bam Adebayo. And I thought, okay, it would be really easy to just go with a new right thumb. Just give him a a new right thumb just out of the stocking. It would be too easy. And look, what does that do, really? I mean, it gets him onto the court now as opposed to four or five weeks from now or three or four weeks from now. Um, But I'm looking long-term, David. Yeah. I'm looking long-term. I think the Heat have obviously been able to stay afloat without Bam. You're finding some silver lining here. We we had a whole discussion uh, on the last episode about whether or not the Heat can maintain this level of three-point shooting when Bam comes back. Well, you know what would make sure that they can is if What's Bam that? had Carl Anthony Towns' three-point shot. And not just the shot. And you could argue that Cat is the greatest three-point shooting big man we've ever seen just based on percentage. People can bring up Dirk Nowitzki, all these people, but just look at Cat's stats. Um but the confidence with which Cat takes that three. It might be the only thing that Cat does that with confidence on the basketball floor. But if we could just take that and wrap it up and put it under Bam's Christmas tree, now you're talking about an MVP type of candidate and a guy who I think can completely raise Miami's ceiling. Um, and so that's what I'd like to get Bam for Christmas. Yeah, look, I mean, Cat, a great offensive player, great shooter, et cetera. But the knock on him is, does he do all the other things? The reason why Jimmy Butler is not a member of the Minnesota Timberwolves right now is because of Carl Anthony's Towns' unwillingness to do things defensively, not maybe not necessarily make the play for others, et cetera. All these things regarding his work ethic notwithstanding. But look, he doesn't have any of those concerns of Bam and Bio. That's the total package right there. All that's missing is Cat's shot there. I love it. It's a great one. Uh, a really, really nice addition to already a deep offensive repertoire there. And it would make Bam... 
an MVP for sure. Yeah. Who's next? Well, I've got Jimmy Baller here. And unfortunately, a little consistency on the theme here. Again, you could go with the injury issues and everything else. Like Are that. you also giving him Cat's three-point shot? No, I'm giving him just a three-point shot in okay. general. Look, we spent a recent episode talking about how this offense could yeah. diversify a little bit, get some new looks going. And part of that would be Jimmy Butler being willing to take the three-point shot just to kind of change things up, mm. keep defenses on their toes, et cetera, have them respect the ability to shoot the three uh, you know, you've got great rebounding in, internally. If you've got Yurt Seven or Dwayne Dedman in particular out there, I think it could make a real difference in, in particular lineups. So I want Jimmy to be able to shoot that three-point shot. He's going to be back soon. He's healthy. He's looking great. He's going to be feeling good. We know what he can do uh, despite the fact that he doesn't have a three-point shot. Why not just make him the best player in the game and have him become a, a 35 38% shooter? That would be my ideal gift. I love how we're just starting out right out of the gate. Just like everybody just gets to shoot threes. Threes for everybody for Christmas. You shoot threes. You shoot a three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are you giving him the confidence to shoot the three or the skill, right? Because he could just easily go out there and be Russell Westbrook, which would be no bueno for the Heat. But if you could get him, I I think even, you know, I think if you ask Santa for Steph Curry's three-point shot, Santa would be like, I only made one of those. So, like, relax. Um, but you know, I think like a LeBron James type of three point shot. Yeah. It kind of go comes and goes with each game, but he's worked on it. It's reliable, you know, for the most part for the balance of the season. Um, I think even just something like that would be really nice for Jimmy. I don't think that's asking for a whole lot. And Um, I think it's with Jimmy. I don't think it's the form or the shooting touch. I think it's just the confidence. Like I think so too. He has an extra hitch in his shooting method because it's, he's just it's a lot play. like Dwayne, wasn't it? Dwayne Wade. It, it was like he can make the Should shot. I? We saw it Should at the I? end. Of, yeah. yeah, we saw it at the end of the, Dwayne's career where he's like, you know what? I'm just going to keep shooting this because if I don't, then I don't know how else. I can't get to the rim anymore because of my knee. Right. Uh, and he's, he just sort of started and we're like, oh, my God, he can shoot these. Now he's sitting game winners over the Golden State Warriors and all this stuff. I think that's a lot about Jimmy. I think he's like, look, I could shoot the three here or I could just take this little dude into the post and do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that one instead. Uh, I yeah. think you're right. Um, all right, let's move on to Dwayne Dedman. Um, this one's going to seem a little weird. I don't think it's going to look like a present at first. Mm. I think he's going to unwrap it and be like, this? Really? It's like underwear. Um, <laughs> but it's going to be Bam just coming back. That's what I'm getting, mm. Dwayne Dedman. Bam coming back. Uh, I, I love what Dwayne Dedman has given the Heat this season. He's given them more than anybody could have asked for. But he's playing a whole lot of minutes, David. And long-term, looking at this roster, uh, I... I think you want to kind of save the wear and tear, take away some miles from Dwayne Dedman in these December and January games. It Omar Yurtsevin, Kaziak Paul being able to fill in minutes here and there has been very helpful. But when Bam comes back and now you've got Dwayne Dedman doing all of this back into like a condensed 15 minutes, um, I think that's going to do wonders for him. I think that's the perfect role for him. I am a little concerned about the wear and tear on him at this point in his career, this late in his career. Um, so that's what I want to give him is just, the 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 return of Bam Adebayo taking away some of the responsibility that he has right now. Absolutely. Look, he played just 20 minutes in the win over the Pacers. I think that's the sweet spot for him, and I think he can do that coming off the bench as well. Just again, giving a different flavor out there aside from Bam, a guy who can stretch the floor, who has shown some improved passing and some great defensive rebounding as well. I think he's just he's making the most of his opportunities, but they need to come in shorter spurts there. So uh, let's move on. To Marcus Garrett, the rookie who's been getting some more and more minutes. And for him, it's a pretty easy choice. Again, you could talk about maybe a little bit more of an offensive repertoire and everything else. The defense is already as good as it's going to get, I think. But 
what he needs is a chance. He needs a chance to prove himself. That's what every young player on a, on a contract like Marcus's is looking for, an opportunity to prove himself at the NBA level. He's getting that opportunity. He's shown some pro- promise there. I think he just needs something a little bit more consistent so he can continue to build and show that he has enough of an offensive repertoire where he can continue to make an impact for this team. And then I've got Udonis Haslam, uh, and this one's easy. I want Dwight Howard traded to Atlanta or Toronto. <laughs> and this is why I say that. The Heat have four games left on the schedule against the Hawks or four games scheduled against the Raptors. I'm not super picky here, David. The Raptors or the Hawks could trade for Dwight Howard, but I just want to give Udonis Haslam that gift of getting to see his old pal Dwight Howard four more times this season. Just something to keep him engaged, to keep him energized, something to look forward to as the season goes on. And I think they play both the Raptors and the Hawks in like the last week of the season, I'm pretty yeah. sure. So something to look forward to all the way from now until the end of the regular season. Well, we'll have more of our Christmas edition wish list episode coming up next for gifts for Tyler Hero, Caleb Martin, Markeith Morris, Kyle Lowry, and more. But first, just a reminder that today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Daily fantasy made easy, and easy is really what they're all about. A fantasy props and pickups get more popular. Prize Picks is making it easy for you to get involved. They do that with the best NBA DFS prop game on the market, offering more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator. This included the Prize Picks power play. That here's how it works: you predict the over/under in a player's fantasy production, and you can win up to ten times on any entry. And it's just you versus the projected fantasy totals. If you're a total sports junkie, Prize Picks even allows mixed sports entries. For example, you could take the over on LeBron's score, combine that with the under on Patrick Mahomes in the same entry, and when you use the promo code NBA, you'll get a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100. Again, just use the promo code NBA. Do it all using the award-winning app on the Apple app, Apple app Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Plus, Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out the pricepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right, you listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge, but you switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Get three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line and a free 5G phone when you switch so you can get the latest episodes of Locked on Heat, all on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. That's Boost Mobile. Free phones are limited to new customers and just one per line. Additional restrictions do apply. Offers and coverage are not available everywhere or for all phones and networks. See BoostMobile.com for additional details. I love those Thank you for making Locked On Heat your first listen every day. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. This way you can get our podcasts hours before they go up in the podcast feeds. We're releasing all of our podcasts earlier on YouTube than we do the audio version. So make sure you subscribe so you can get access to that early. Let's continue along with our Christmas Day wish list for the Miami Heat. Uh, David, I believe it's your turn. Absolutely. And I'm starting it off. With a future all-star, Tyler Hero, and that's what I'd like him to get for Christmas. I think that's what he really I wants. I love to this. Be. Yeah, I think he is. He wants an all-star selection. It's just, it's clear. And, and Tyler, it's not that he's greedy or selfish or anything like that. And I think that's part of the problem is that we kind of misinterpret when players want individual accolades uh, as part of their their, rep- their 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 legacy and things of that sort. And it's viewed as as jealousy or selfishness and things of that sort. That's not it. Look, he's a young player. He wants to make his name, and I totally get that. And I think that's part of the conversation. You can see his eyes light up 
when he was asked about it during yesterday's broadcast against the Indiana Pacers. I know he wants that opportunity. I think he's just built that way. He's, he's a great player. He's earned that opportunity. I think for him, he wants the all-star selection, and I think he'll get it. Right now, Tyler Hero is uh, 12th in the Eastern Conference in points per game, 8th among guards in the Eastern Conference. When Stan Van Gundy talks about him potentially being an all-star, when Tyler Hero talks about wanting to be an all-star, it's not completely crazy, right? We're not talking about like this out-of-bounds idea that Tyler Hero, of Tyler Hero making the all-star game. First of all, he's in his third year. This is when right. players typically make their biggest leap. Right. Tyler Hero has obviously done that. Obviously Absolutely. done that. I should say he's averaging 20 points per game right now, uh, 20 and a half points per game for Miami. Great shooting percentages across the board. That three-point shot has come along. He does it in such a loud, exciting way that he's getting the highlights, right? The Heat, uh, the part that's working against Tyler Hero as far as, as, far as making the All-Star, the Heat don't have as many nationally televised games as I think people would right. expect a team like Miami to have. Um, that's going to change next year, by the way, if Tyler Hero Absolutely. makes an all-star game. But he has that game that makes for social media clips, right? And he's got the style thing, and so he's sort of out there in the public sphere more than I think any other Heat player, me, uh, besides Jimmy Butler, just because Jimmy's got his own weird brand kind of happening with coffee and stuff. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I love this gift. This is one of those gifts where I think the rest of the Miami Heat players are you know, huddled around the Christmas tree and – looking around at everybody else's gifts and be like, ah, that's the best one. Tyler got the best gift. Like Santa likes Tyler the most this year. Um, <laughs> no, Tyler's been on his best behavior and I think, I think so. he deserves an all-star appearance. I love that gift. Um, All right, let's move on. I Kyle think you've Lowry. got Kyle Lowry. Yeah, Kyle Lowry coming up next. So I want to give Kyle Lowry the gift of going to the Eastern Conference Finals. This is oh, something yeah. that he hasn't gotten to do since 2019. Pre-pandemic, mm -hmm. Obviously, as a member of the Toronto Raptors, they get to the Eastern Conference Finals. They advance to the NBA Finals, where they beat the Golden State Warriors and end the Warriors' dynasty in the Finals. Uh, Kyle Lowry, a guy that before that was sort of considered uh, a playoff disappointment, right? Like a guy who was a regular season player. We don't talk about that. Okay. Now Kyle Lowry is champ. It's amazing what one championship could do to change the narrative around a player. He was a, always the guy that underwhelmed, underperformed, disappointed in the postseason, couldn't handle the big stage, all this stuff. His game wasn't built for that because he's small and all this stuff. All of a sudden, he wins one championship thanks to Kawhi Leonard, and he's a champion. Well, first of all, he deserves it. That dude is a legit floor general in the most traditional sense of the word. And I think you're seeing lately with guys like Chris Paul and, by the way, Kyle Lowry in 2019, these guys really matter. I think, by the way, as an aside, we see the importance with Kyle Lowry now more with Kawhi Leonard with playing without a true point guard with the Clippers than we yep. ever have. They are looking for their Kyle Lowry. That's why they've been cycling through these point guards aside over. I would love to give Kyle Lowry that gift of getting back to the Eastern Conference Finals, back to his comfort zone, back to that competitive environment, back to that big stage. I want it against Brooklyn. I want it against Milwaukee. I want it against – I want the Heat to be an underdog. Kyle Lowry thrives in that underdog role. I want him to have that gift. Win or lose, you know he would relish that opportunity. That's what I want to give Kyle Lowry. Absolutely. I love this choice. That was a great one. Listen, I mean, he's got this weird reputation – where you don't necessarily, I think, certainly not peripheral fans. Like peripheral fans, I don't even know if they know who Kyle Lowry is. They right. hear the name and maybe he won a championship, et cetera. But even for the NBA, the, the typical NBA fan, I think they understand Kyle Lowry and they still don't respect him, even though just recently Lakers fans bemoaning the fact that they weren't able to acquire 
Kyle, uh, Kyle Lowry and they weren't able to exchange uh, t- was it Taylor in the Horn Tucker for mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry bemoaning that decision because they want somebody like Lowry on that franchise and he certainly would have been much better than Russell there. Westbrook yeah oh without a doubt I'm sure that we I remember a couple of years ago debating uh, whether or not Russell Westbrook would be a good fit on the Heat and both you and I were pretty adamant about it uh, that almost anyway. happened that's crazy to think that that almost happened in Las Vegas during summer league talking I talked to a lot of people and uh that there that was close. It was a lot. That closer. was close. Uh, um, I'm glad the Heat didn't pull the trigger on that. Uh, Caleb Martin's next. Yeah. Well, listen with Caleb. Look, currently sitting out, but soon, hopefully, making his return to the Miami Heat. And what he wants more than anything else, I think, is a spot in the playoff rotation. Uh, when it hit, when it comes to him, look, he's in his fourth year now. He spent three years in Charlotte. Zero playoff minutes because that's a team that just hasn't made the playoffs and he just hasn't gotten that opportunity. I keep thinking to a quote that Walt Frazier told me, and it's something that's been tossed around league circles for a long time. What is it? The regular season is where you make your name, but the playoffs is where you make your fame. A guy like Caleb, who's so fast and exciting. Again, the thing that I always come back to when it comes with Caleb is that every play, one play at least per game is memorable. You'll go, wow, what was that dunk? Or what was that steal breakaway dunk? What was that caught lob that he had for a vicious dunk, et cetera? Always a great play that makes you remember who Caleb Martin is. For a guy like him who's just starting off and trying to build his own identity away from his brother, et cetera, he's trying to build his his name and his fame. And I think if he gets those minutes in a playoff rotation, he's going to have one of those big plays in a playoff game on a national stage, and people are going to go, who the hell is Caleb Martin? That guy's pretty good because I think he's been a great find for the Miami Heat, and I think he'll be able to continue to expand and build his reputation on a national level. That's a perfect take. I think you're absolutely right. I have nothing to add to it. So instead, I'm going to come back here with my own sort of half-baked take here that I've been sort of working on. <laughs> so I've been I, I've been kind of thinking about this, ruminating over it, this comparison for the last couple of weeks. Um, obviously, I covered the Golden State Warriors for the last couple of years, and part of their development of their bench has been Gary Payton II and Juan Descano-Anderson, two guys who they uh, kind of molded in their G League farm system and then elevated it to bigger roles when they needed them. And Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent remind me a lot of those two guys. It's sort of Miami's version of Juan Toscano-Anderson and Gary Payton II. The similarities are really close. Like Juan Juan Toscano-Anderson, big, like kind of underrated athleticism, will do that memorable play, loves like to to pack the hustle stats and all those things, dive for loose balls, put his body on the line. Caleb Martin is exactly that. And then as yeah. far as Gary Payton and Gabe Vincent, like both of these guys are defensive-minded point guards. Gabe Vincent can actually shoot the three where, where you know, Gary Payton II is more of a slasher kind of guy. But sure. I, we saw Gabe Vincent hit a, a little mini jump hook the other night, so who knows what's happening with his paint game. Um, <laughs> I, I think that having those couple of guys is very similar. And, and when you can just sort of stumble on is not fair to, the, to either organization because they did put the right. work in in developing these guys. Um, But when you could just sort of find these guys at the end of your bench and they could contribute real meaningful minutes to you, that is such an advantage. And I don't think we talk about it enough. Obviously, they are not as important as the big stars on the team. But when they could start actually contributing real minutes and help you out through the course of regular season and maybe even during the postseason, you just can't replace that. That is such a difference maker, I think, for for a team during a season. Um, Markeith Morris. Jokic brothers, just one time, just try it. That's what I want. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what I want to give Marky for us. I really do just want to give him health just because the whiplash thing was so scary. We don't know how he's going to return from that. Um, he's been warming up. We are anticipating his return relatively soon, whatever that means. 
Um, at this point in this stage, I think in his rehab, we were taught we had a doctor on a couple of weeks ago to talk about this. It's sort of a feel and a comfort thing for him. So yep. I think this is what they're monitoring. If I were to give it an educated guess based on that conversation we had and based mm -hmm. on what we're seeing around the Miami Heat right now, um, I just want, I, but you know, there, there are long-term sort of symptoms that could become a factor here. And I just, I don't want that to be the case. I just want him to be healthy. I want him to be okay. I don't want that nasty hit that he took to derail his entire season. You know, if it could just be a few weeks, that's probably the best case scenario at this point. I just want health for Markeef. Yeah, look, he's an older veteran. He was contributing. He was just finally rounding into shape where he was becoming that kind of impactful player that a lot of people thought he would. Uh, and to miss 20-something games. And, and it just feels like the national media has completely brushed this under the rug. They're not even talking about the fact because, I mean, Jokic, a hell of a player and every B candidate and everything else like that. But the, the fact that he's sidelined Markeith Morris's, uh, you know, potentially his career uh, at this point is, is something that merits more discussion. But anyway, let's move on. We'll wrap up this segment with Casey Opala, who's been showing a lot of promise of late, but there's still a glaring weakness in his game, which is why I want to get him the power hands with a Z, weighted <laughs> basketball, so he can improve his tighter handle. Is it an actual product? It's an actual product. I'm going to give him the power hands uh, weighted basketball because I think he needs it. I think he, look, he's shown the incredible length defensively. He's shown some promise there. We all knew that was part of his game. The shot is come and go. We're never relying on him for that. But if he's going to be bringing up the ball, if he's going to be the next iteration of Lamar Odom and Scottie Pippen rolled into one, and I think that's where he's going, then he needs to tighten that handle just a little bit, which is why he needs the power hands weighted basketball. Sorry, I love saying that. That's great. I love it. I'm looking at it online right now. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Can I can't wait. I, yeah, I can't wait for you to give it to him and then lose your credentials for the rest of the decade. I don't know, something like that. Anyway, we'll move on with some gifts from our, the rest of our Heat roster in the next segment. But first, just a reminder that Truebill is a sponsor of this episode. Do you know why free trials bring you without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need want. Or simply forgot about, on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. Uh, Truebill has over 2 million users and it's helped save them over $100 million. You could be next. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockdownNBA. Go right now to Truebill.com slash LockdownNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockdownNBA. Just a reminder that you can always reach us via email at lockedonheat at gmail.com or via Twitter. Use the hashtag AskLaHeat. Be sure to please subscribe to the show and leave a review and always leave us your feedback. It's a Christmas edition, Christmas wishlist edition of Locked on Heat. We're talking about so many things, including our new sponsor, the Power Hands Weighted <laughs> Basketball. I wish they were, man. Like, this is such a good... <laughs> we're showing a picture of it online here on the YouTube channel, but... The hands with the Z, like you really can, like with KZ Akpala, I think there's a real sponsorship opportunity yeah, for him. No, absolutely. I, I love it. I, I think it's a natural fit there. Uh, so many, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just a great product and I, I can't wait to see. It. I can't wait to see him take his game to another level. We've got six players left here on the roster. Let's go through them. Up next for you, I think you've got Victor mm -hmm. Oladipo. What's yeah. up with Depot? What's he getting for his Christmas? I, again, sort of, I, I thought of just giving him a new right quad. And just 
that would be it, right? And and he would get on back on the floor from the heat. But I, why stop short there? I mean, Santa's got a whole army of elves. Is it an army? Is it a squadron? A, a squadron of elves? Uh, it's a family. It's a family. Family of elves. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Claus has been busy. Um, oh! I just want to give him new legs completely. Why stop short of the quad? Just give him brand new legs. Like brand new legs, legs where you're not getting any of these these quad or these hamstring or these knee issues. Just forget all about it. Give him brand new legs, the, the legs of a 20-year-old. And all of a sudden, we're getting all NBA-level Victor Oladipo coming off the bench for the minimum. That's what I'm giving Victor Oladipo for Christmas. Can, can we give him, like, robo-legs? Like, make him, yes. like, part cyborg? Okay. Okay. Why not? Yeah, you know, I, I think that would be great. I, I'm not sure if that's allowed under the current CBA, but... I, I think he gets a good opportunity there. I mean, I, that's a certain, that's a surefire way for him to get well, that max contract. Power legs. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, another sponsorship opportunity here. We're always working here at Lockdown Heat. Uh, and somebody else is always working. That's Duncan Robinson. Uh, look, uh, snapping out of his funk a little bit, I think he's going to continue to trend upwards. I'm giving him a gift that I don't think even exists within the realm of possibility. I'm giving him a time machine. Uh, look, with Duncan Robinson, we already know that he loves occasionally, according to him on his own podcast, he loves watching footage of himself as a reminder of the player he was. So I'm giving him a time machine for two purposes. One, to go back over the last couple of seasons and remember why he is a 40-plus percent shooter from three-point range, but also to leap into the future where he can see himself getting past this funk and becoming the contributor that you and I both know he is. I think he's a great player. I think he does a lot for this team defense, I mean offensively, and I think you know, so many Heat fans criticize Duncan Robinson because he's an easy target, because he's limited what his role can be. Well, when he's great in his role, so is this team. So I need him to yep. understand that that's why he needs that time machine. Go to the future. See him holding that championship trophy because he was a contributing part of that. Yeah, kind of like a ghost of Duncan past kind of deal. Right. Um, we saw what Duncan Robinson doing all the things on the floor, not just the three-point shooting, but attacking that mid-range, getting to the basket for a few layups here and there. That was that Pacers game. Duncan Robinson was tied for Tyler Hero for the team high in points with 26 in that game. And I don't think that's getting as much play because of all this Tyler Hero all-star talk. Um, but when when Duncan Robinson is playing like that, it completely opens up Miami's offense. It changes the Heat's offense in a way that nobody else on this roster can. Which brings me to Max Struess. Oh, boy. I want to give him a new first name. <laughs> because... And I hope I don't lose too many listeners here. But just uh -oh. because he is named Max, yeah. which is a very white name, I think he gets compared a lot to Duncan Robinson. In it's this either or proposition if, all the if time. He was, among if Heat he was fans. say if he was say DeAndre Struess, would we still be right. making this? I, I wanted to give him the name De like DeAndre, Jerome, something like that, where you know what? You're not even thinking about comparing him to Duncan Robinson anymore with this like weird kind of the, the white comparisons are always made, the sneaky athletic, all that kind of all I all I'm saying is it doesn't do Max Struess a service when he is yeah. getting compared to this other player. Now, Max Struess has compared himself to Duncan Robinson because of their paths they've taken to the NBA. That has that nothing to do with the way they look or their names. But or as far play. as Max is concerned, you don't even have to look at Max and you know exactly what Max looks like. I don't I, I would just give him a different name so that the comparisons could stop uh, and that you, we could live in a world where, you know, DeAndre Struess and Duncan Robinson can just coexist and play on the floor together because I don't understand why Heat fans think you can only have one good white shooter on the team. I don't get it. Put as many good three-point shooters on the floor as possible. I think you'll be better off for it.
I, I look, you know, he's part of Miami. Let's give him a Latino name. Let's make him Ooh. Luis Struis. I, I think Struis. he'd be per- Yeah, Luis Struis. I think he should change his name. Uh, shout out to the Struis family. I'm sure they're pretty happy with Max. Maybe it's short for Maximilian. Either way, not great. I think he, he needs to step away from that. If he's Luis Struis, all of a sudden, that adds like this flair. It's like nobody knows quite what to make of him. So I, I think that that really changes the narrative regarding Max or Luis, as, as we're going to start calling him from now on. I like anyway, uh, we're moving on. P.J. Tucker, uh, this was a really tough one because I know I said that about this team in general, but P.J. Tucker really is the man who has everything. He's dating January Jones. He's a fashionista. He's got everything you can imagine. He's already accomplished so much. He's making his money. He's got a championship ring already, et cetera. But I was thinking, what does he like more than anything else? And you know this better than anybody because you wrote a piece about it years ago. His shoe collection is the stuff of legend. But what's the one pair of shoes that he or anybody else can't have I got him the shoes from Like Mike, Wes. I think it's the magical shoes there that really make him, that will make his collection just take it to another level. He doesn't use the magic. He just saves it for the occasional game seven or something like that. And then all of a sudden, P.J. Tucker dunking from 20 feet away, shooting threes like it's nobody's business. I think the shoes, the magic of the shoes from Like Mike Mike, would really transport P.J. Tucker and his collection to another level. That's great because you always need like one of those bit players to kind of explode on the, in the NBA Finals to win it. I mean, you think about last year, Bryn Forbes, what he was able to do for the Milwaukee Bucks in their Finals run. Um, that's the kind of thing you need. And if P.J. Tucker has these shoes and that makes him that role player that plays like a star on that stage and helps the Heat get over the top, I'm all for it. Um, our, is this our last one? Gabe Vincent, no, you got Vincent, and I've got Omer Yurtsev. All right, this. so Gabe, I, sorry, Omer, I didn't mean to skip you. Gabe Vincent, um, I want to see more minutes with him and Tyler Hero coming off the bench. That's what I'm giving okay. Gabe Vincent, just that opportunity to form the backcourt, like that that bench backcourt, that depth backcourt with Tyler Hero. I actually think his game and Tyler's uh, complement each other really well. Gabe Vincent is, uh, like I said, a defensive-minded point guard, a pest, a guy who could take on that assignment so that Tyler doesn't have to, and that frees up Tyler to do his thing. And then, you know, you kind of keep going with this. Tyler Hero is a ball creator, a a shot creator, right? He's not just a guy who's getting shots for himself. He's able to get into that mid-range, get into the paint, kick out the shooters. Gabe Vincent is shooting the lights out of the three ball lately. I think the two of them together, we've seen, obviously, these minutes. Um, but Gabe Vincent has been forced into the starting lineup because of these injuries and these health and safety protocols and things like that. Let's get back to a world where him and Tyler Hero can come off the bench for Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry. Let's see those two guys together because I think that could be a dynamic duo. I agree. Uh, I, I can't believe that here we are just 20-something games into the season. We're having this conversation about whether or not he could be this kind of impactful player. But Gabe has become – look, I, I know I've always spoken highly. I've always liked the intensity with which he played defense. Finally, the shot is coming around. That's something that we talked about uh, weeks ago. Again, when he was just starting to get more of these opportunities, we were like, if only he could get that shot that we were were promised when he was first added to the team. We started to see it. Big game, Gabe, is real. He's a factor now. I think he's earned a spot in this rotation, even in the playoffs. Look, you know, depth is a good problem to have, as you and I have said many, many times, as Eric Spolster has repeated ad nauseum. And I think he just continues to contribute. And the fact that he can be paired alongside future all-star Tyler Hero makes for a great, as you said, dynamic duo. Lastly, to wrap up our Christmas wish list edition, Omer Yurt7. Look, I had his name here on the Christmas list. And I, it was a pretty easy choice here because we've talked about this recently. I'm getting him the Captains of Crush Hand Gripper so he can continue to his improve his Mickey Mouse hand strength. No, no, I, I wiped that away. I think we're starting to show improved physicality from Omer. 
So what I'm really getting him is a trip to Disney World so he can actually get those Mickey Mouse hands out there and walk around. A seven-footer riding all the great rides in Disney World, I think, is a great – look, he can join Brooke Lopez, learn from the greats there, uh, ride alongside Robin Lopez. I think it would be a great thing to see Omer Yurtseven walking through Orlando, walking through downtown Disney, and enjoying all the great good times at Disney World. So what do you get for a player who has everything? He's got all this potential here, a trip to Disney World, so he can have a lot of fun. I like it. Look, only 0.2% of the Turkish population even celebrates Christmas. Uh, it's a mostly Muslim country, obviously. I think if you gave Omer Yurtsevin anything for Christmas, he would be surprised and probably grateful just to be included um, with this entire team thing that we are apparently doing. Um, so, yeah, a trip to Disney World would be great for him. I mean, why not? Yeah, who doesn't like going to Disney World? It's the happiest place on earth, and I'm sure it will be for him. He just needs to have a lot of fun out there. He's working hard. He's been intense out there. He's learning. He's getting more opportunities. He's been improving right. his physicality, his ability to adapt to the game. So why not go and enjoy all the fruits of just your don't, labor? Don't go on Space Mountain, Omer, because you'll be, like, decapitated. I don't think he'll. That's fit. a good point. I've always wondered about that. And at one time, <laughs> I was, uh, you know, I saw how the, the lights came up, and you can see what their actual yeah. poster looks like. There's enough room there, but it just doesn't feel like a lot of room. So there's I, enough I, room I, for you and I. Uh, there's not enough room for a seven footer like Omer Yurtsevin. Stay off of Space He's, Mountain. Stay off of all the mountains. None of the I'm mountains. six three. I'm six three, and I had to. I felt like I had a duck at yeah. seven feet. I think yeah, it's probably uh, not a risk willing to take there. But anyway, stick to the this is cuts. a risk. Thank, thank you for taking a chance with us. I know we can always be a little risky listening to you, the, the Lockdown Heat podcast, but thank you so much for making our show your first listen every day. Remember that every episode is always free and available wherever you get the show. So make sure you subscribe to get the best coverage available. Make sure to also check out Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. This is David Mill signing off. Thanks so much for joining me, Weston. Have a happy Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.